This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach podcast. Episode, Episode 37. 36. Oh. Wow. Trying to be a smug a-hole and you were <laughs> wrong. Not smug a-hole, just making fun of you. But why were you, how was that making fun of me? By being wrong? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. There was something on my keyboard. I was wiping it away. Yeah. I mean, don't wipe things on it so you can, like, pause it or shut off the podcast or you're going to be messing with buttons and wiping stuff. <laughs> Welcome to your Sunday. Yep. That right. guy's somewhere. <sighs> so, what are we talking about? Um, you like bread do i like bread yes i mm-hmm. love bread good I and that's the end of the podcast thanks for joining us i don't know how people give up carbs i don't know how people with celiacs deal with not having bread oh somebody's an alcoholic says the person that opened their beer off you can't prove it mm. i'm drinking that not good stuff that's not terrible no you start to install the latest no i think that's Sweet. your last one of that you drank one more Thank of those God. right i think so what is what am two. i drinking uh abandoned cider sorry uh we guys from abandoned cider uh we tried this and uh didn't much care for it myself it's uh, called vacation it's in a pink can i forget what it, is it passion fruit i don't know Fuck. just spill it everywhere yeah then you don't have to drink it. I see what you're playing at. <laughs> um, cider style vacation profile is elderflower and berry. It's fruity, tropical and fruity, dry. Um, it's got, oh, I'm sorry. I'll read it the right way. <laughs> the right way. <laughs> what, what, cider what, what, notes, what? nose, elderflower and berry. Flavor, tropical and fruity. Finish, sunny. The profile is fruity, 8 out of 8, dry, 6 out of 8, and tart, 6 out of 8. Yeah, I didn't care for it. They're from New York. Yeah, I know. Um, they had another kind I didn't get, and that, since I wasn't really thrilled with this, I don't think I'd be thrilled with their other one. Yeah. Our classic blend of wild and heirloom apples is brightened up by passion fruit. Yeah, I see their new passion fruit And in there. guava puree. We yeah. brought the tropics to you. With a big nose of elderflower, jasmine, and berries, this stru- bleh, juicy this strudel, <laughs> this juicy tropical cider evokes the vacation we all wish we were on. No, it does not. Yeah, I mean, uh, original sin did it better with their uh, brighter times, was which was passion fruit and guava as well, and orange. Uh, I like that a lot better than this. Um, you know, you're giving me passion fruit and guava. I want it in, like, a tropical mixed drink, Well, that's what that says. It's supposed to be tropical. I, I didn't get it out of this. Uh, sad to say. Um, but, hey, give I, it a I, try if you are if you see it, if you want to try it. I do like, like the it. dryness of it. Because um, it's not one of those, like, overly dry ciders. Like, I don't know. It's obviously not sweet. But there's a sweetness, like a natural sweetness to it, which I do like. But, no, I don't think I got that. I'm not one for passion fruit or Um, guava. Who the fuck knows? I think I like it more than I thought I did uh, at first. Um, 
Oh, I never rated this one, so I don't know what to tell you. you. Here, you want to sip it? You rated it a 1.75 on Untapped. Oh, I'd go up. I'd go up to a two and a half this time. But uh, let me yeah, let me try it again because I don't really remember. It's not as bad as I remember. Yeah. Um, I do get the passion fruit and guava. Um, more than I did before, so... Maybe because it's not so cold? Possibly. I mean, I do tend to like my ciders cold, but they do say, like, you should serve them at certain temperatures for you to get the full flavor of it, so I guess the colder it is, maybe you don't get the flavor sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. But I do like my drinks normally to be cold, um, but I guess I would have to rate that one higher than... I would initially would have rated it if I had remembered to rate it the first time I drank it. Whoa. Hmm. That was a lot. And I think I finished both <laughs> my cans, so... I Do don't... they know we know? They know you know. So, um, yeah, I'll have to rate it on Untapped. Again, if this is your first time listening, we use Untapped. So if we ever talk about a beer or a cider or a mead, if it is on Untapped, uh, the rating system is from Untapped. It's an app where you can keep track of what you've drank and where you've gotten it from and what you thought of it and all that good stuff. So it's a pretty handy thing so you can remember, hey, did I like this? Have I ever had this? Um, have I ever been to this place? Yeah, because we, we've done that, gone somewhere before that we didn't remember we went. Um, okay, so let's let's take it back. Let's take it back. Take it back to last Sunday. <laughs> Is that a transporter? It's the best I can do. Yeah, that's a transporter. We've just been transported. Or are we going to talk about what we did Saturday with Killian? Uh, last Saturday? Yeah. What did we do last Saturday? Football game. Oh, yeah. Um, football game. Flag football game. Yeah, Killian. It technically would have been his last, but they had a makeup game that they did this week on Wednesday, but we'll get there. So we went to Killian. So they didn't have a game last Saturday because they just played it during the week. We didn't do that then. Because isn't that the game they just played on Wednesday? Didn't we go to a game last Saturday? I don't think so. There must have been one before that. Because the one last Saturday got canceled. That's why they played it last Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. So we picked Killian up and we went. Um, what did we do? Uh, well, we uh, we ended up at Miller's. Yeah. Right? I thought we did. No, I guess not. I'm really... It's a mystery. I'm pretty sure he had a flag football game. I don't think so. Or no, it got postponed to Sunday. That's what it was. And then that game got postponed, postponed to, to Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, okay. So he ended up not having flag football. So I think we just like ran errands. Like We went... Because it was just me and him. Because you were working on something. What were you doing? Because I just went to pick him up. And him and I ran errands. Oh, you had to go get um, your COVID booster? No, my COVID test. Oh, okay. So he had a COVID test yeah. to get. I had a COVID test in the morning at 11. You left me left me to go there. Oh, and Killian and I did scouting for food. That's yeah. what we did. So he's a Boy Scout. And you came back here. Yeah, he's a Boy Scout and scouting for food. My The part that I did with him last Saturday was I drove him around two different neighborhoods um, in, like, a neighboring town 
and he distributed bags which had instructions on them you fill them up with like canned goods and dry goods that um are then gathered the next saturday um to be donated to like the local food pantry or whatever um like charitable donation site is in that area um this is like the third year that we've helped him with it we're normally on the other end instead of dropping off the bags we're normally picking up the food but this year the way the weekends worked out my weekend was dropping off the bags so he did that and we were like four houses away from the finishing like the finishing the second neighborhood and being done and it starts raining so before I had told him like do not walk on people's lawns like none of that I gave him permission I was like just run through the yards for the last four houses and he did that and then hopped in the car then um him and I ran an errand and then we came and we met up with Jeff yeah we went to Miller's for lunch yes which was very uh, impractical because they were already down in South Jersey while I was up here at home and they came back up here to switch cars and mm-hmm. then go back down that way which we would have taken them home anyway but you, that was only because you brought them back up here yeah but um went to Miller's Ale House in um Mount Laurel, Mount Laurel because you, the whole reason you wanted to go there was to get a dessert that they had. Yeah. We tried to go once before to one in Langhorn, but it was, like, stupid busy. Yeah. So, like, the dessert is this, like, layered ice cream cake. It's, like, some sort of pirate treasure thing. I don't remember the exact name of it. But it, it's, it sounds delicious. It's, like, toffee and ice cream and chocolate and caramel and just looks delicious. Um... And Killian wanted to go there, too. So we went. They messed up my food. Well, we had to wait, like, 25 minutes for a table. Yeah. And then we were standing outside, and some a-hole was... There's, a, like, a vestibule with, like, a bench. And there's two doors, one on each side. So, you know, if you open them both up at the same time, there's going to be a wicked cross breeze. And it was already kind of breezy and chilly out. So this one group of people came in after us to go get a table but their idiot fucking i don't know kid he looked like he was maybe like 14 15 yeah around Killian's was age. just standing there in the door holding it open on his phone waiting for them to find out how long it was or whatever so meanwhile he's got that door open and when everybody was coming in on the other side it was just creating a big ass gust of cross breeze cold ass cross breeze every fucking time so it's like yeah just stand there with the fucking door open you moron like just Don't, fucking no a, consideration for anybody else. A selfish ass ass child. Um, then we got called that our table was ready. The table was not ready. It wasn't clean, so the host hostess had to clean it, which apparently like she was just fed up with everybody that was working in that section because things weren't getting cleared, tables weren't getting cleaned. We didn't have the best service. No, and we overheard other servers like I guess that like shift change or whatever when more people were coming in the servers that were coming in were talking shit about the server not really no but the one server just said oh this table isn't bust and the hostess was like why am i not surprised and it's like so she's been dealing with them those people all day so like our server she just took so long for everything to come and, and do stuff like we had to sit there for like I'm going to say, like, a good five, ten minutes before anybody even came up to us. And while we are saying this, it was not busy. No, it wasn't. 
it wasn't busy at all. So there, there is no reason why it should have taken that long. Like there were not a lot of people like, yes, we did have to wait for a table, but in our section, there were not a lot of people. And like the tables just weren't getting bust. Like people were leaving and then stuff was just sitting there for like long periods of time. Um, like I said, we had to wait five, 10 minutes for anybody to come up to us. Like when the new shift change service came in, like this one dude, when they got sat, he was at their table in like a minute, like taking their order or asking what they wanted to drink. Um, so you ordered some sort of burger, a Q burger, yeah, with barbecue sauce and bacon and cheese. And, uh, I ordered, um, I forget there's zingers. zingers. They're like their boneless Buffalo wings or whatever. I got them in an Asheville hot sauce that was like on their menu was said that it was like their second to hottest, hottest sauce. There was like one more sauce that was hotter, but I tend to like natural hot. And I said, Oh, I'll get that. I didn't think it was too hot. It was good though. Uh, Killian got like a zinger thing with fry. It was like fries and cheese and zingers on top. And he got like honey barbecue sauce on those, I think. Um, and I got a side of mashed potatoes because I just felt like getting mashed potatoes. Um, your burger was not right. No, and not that it wasn't cooked right or anything, but like none of the toppings that were on it to make it what I ordered were on it. Like it was just a burger with cheese. There was no bacon, no onion straws, no barbecue sauce. And I was completely fine with that. But I didn't want to be charged for that. So I had asked her, I was like, hey, when she did come back over to our table, I was like, hey, none of this stuff um, that's supposed to be on the burger is on the burger. And before I could even get, I'm fine with that. Can you just make sure I just get charged for the cheeseburger, not the burger I ordered? Um, she like grabbed it and she's like, oh no, we'll fix that right away for you. She took it to the kitchen and it came back out with everything that was supposed to be on it. So I did appreciate that. And she did that very quickly. And the food was okay. It wasn't, like, standout. My zingers didn't have a lot of sauce on them, so I had to ask for a side. But, like, that took forever to do um, to get her attention and to get more water. Um, she just wasn't very on top of things. And um, it was all right. I mean, and... Before she didn't even ask if we wanted dessert, you wanted to get the dessert, was what she you wanted to go there for. Yeah. And she just, after we're all done, she just dropped the check. It's like, Oh, so you don't have to wait on me. Here you go. Didn't ask if we wanted dessert. We didn't have an option to say, Hey, we want dessert. She just dropped the check and like ran away. So we're like, I guess you're not getting that dessert. So, yeah. And they did have an option to take a pint, like, I guess they turned the, the ice cream cake into a pint of ice cream. But it wasn't going to be, like, conducive to bring with us because we had stuff to do after that. So I was just like, well, fuck it. We'll just have to go another point in time. But not to that one because we don't want her as a waitress again. But again, the food was not standout. It's definitely not somewhere I'd have to go back to or anything or even well, that I really want to. if you wanted to get the dessert, probably not go back to that one. There's a couple in the area. It's like a chain so they have one in Mount Laurel where we went. They've got one in Langhorn and over in Pennsylvania. Uh, there was one we just saw. We went to the World Market that's over near there. Where did you cut it off at? Uh, you saying that there's one over next to World Market. Oh, so there's like a few. So maybe we'll try to go to another one at some point. Maybe the service will be better. We'll have a better experience and we'll be able to get that dessert. Yeah. 
So, um, after that, we just hung out for a little bit. Uh, we dropped Killian back off because we were going to be seeing him the next day. Um, but then flag football got canceled. And um, Sunday, we decided to take a trek. And when I say trek, I mean an hour and ten minute drive to a restaurant down in South Jersey. Um, no, first we went to the Bagel Nook oh, in Princeton. Yeah. And uh, they failed. So Bagel Nook, you failed. We went to the Freehold um, location a bit back because they had pumpkin-shaped bagels, which Peach had to try. So we got yeah. those. They're all right. They're just tasting just, like bagels. It was an orange bagel shaped like a pumpkin, but yeah. it was super cute, and I'm glad we went. So they had posted, and you know, in our pursuit of to eat everything gobbler related, <laughs> um, they had posted they had a sandwich called I don't know what the hell they call it. Um, I think there it was just their version of the gobbler. But it's on stuffing bread. Like stuffing shaped into bread and then fried. And then they put, you know, the turkey, the ma- there's no potatoes on it, I don't think. No, it was turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, cranberry sauce, and stuffing. Oh, well, the stuffing, stuffing the bread. bread. Yeah, but it was mashed potatoes, turkey, and so cranberry. So they had posted two days prior to us going on Sunday. So they probably posted on Friday, Thursday or Friday. This is what we have. Come and get yours now. So we went on Sunday. We're like, hey, we'll go there. We'll go to the Princeton one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll go get that sandwich. So we drove there, which, you know, it's not super far, but it's not close. Probably about 25 minutes. Yeah, far enough. Um, parked, walked over. It was kind of busy inside, so I grabbed a seat outside, even though it was a little bit chilly, but it was just better than being inside. I grabbed the seat. She went in to order... Um, she comes back out and she's like, well, when I asked them first, he didn't even know what I was talking about. No. And he kind of gave me an attitude. He was like, we have that here. And I was like, well, you guys posted about it on your social media on Instagram. Two days ago. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, he went and asked somebody. And then he comes back and he's like, we won't have that until Tuesday. And it's like, well, then why are they posting on social media two days ago to come get yours now? If number one, you didn't even know what we were talking about. And number two, you're not going to have it for another two fucking days. Yeah. So we were like, well, fuck, what are we going to do? And then uh, I had friend... posted about that, though. Yeah. And they eventually answered and were like, it was miscommunication. Oh, great. We drove 25 minutes so you guys could fuck up. Like, we went, because you posted on your social media, which is what people kind of go by these days, and you said you had it, and then you don't have it. And we weren't the only ones, because I saw somebody else post on Facebook on their post saying, oh, we drove here and we didn't get one because you didn't have it. Yeah. And it's like, so I don't even know if we would go back to try to try one, because it's just like, you kind of rubbed me the wrong way now. Well, they said they were only going to have it until Thanksgiving, Well, I'm like, so... talking about, like, oh, next year, or, yeah. or some other, whenever they did have it again, like, uh, maybe I just won't patronize you. Yeah. So, a friend of mine had posted that she had tried a gobbler pizza, which was down in South Jersey. Um, I'm not sure if she lives down there or not, but she had posted that she had it, and I had showed Jeff, and he's like, oh, I could be down for that. And we had talked about going down there with Killian, but then Killian was like, fuck no, I don't want that. That's why we ended up at Miller's. Um, But... I kind of went back and forth with it because I was like, I don't know about cheese on it. Because I'm weird with cheese and turkey and cheese and chicken. Well, at first it just 
didn't cross your mind that there was going to be cheese on a pizza. Because, like, I told you, <laughs> you were like, cheese? And I'm like, well, it's a pizza. Because I had looked it up just to see what was on it. And well, they, they use provolone cheese. So I was telling her, I was like, oh, they use provolone cheese. Like, well, I'm not down with cheese. I'm like, but it's a pizza. What did you think was going to be well, on Well, that's it? like, we make a chicken fajita pizza. and But cheese comes on chicken fajitas. Yes, and that's how I rationalized it, and we use mozzarella, and that one time we used the taco cheese, and that was really good, mm. but, like, it took a lot of, like, in my mind being like, this is normal. Like, I'm weird with, like, certain food yeah. combinations, like, I just can't handle the I was the like, well, I don't it. like provolone, we can get mozzarella on it, and you're just like, well, I just don't want it at all. Yeah. But then you just kept suggesting it, I'm like, but you just <laughs> said you didn't want it. And you're like, no, and then Sunday she's like, let's just go do it, and I'm like, but you said you didn't want it. Oh my god, but we did it. It was so good. So good. So good. Delicious. Fantastic, phenomenal. The pizza crust was nice and thick and crispy and the good. meat was good. The yeah. stuffing the was good. The stuffing, the gravy was good. The only complaint, which is I think that we might try to perfect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I guess you can steal this if you want, if you want to do it yourself. <laughs> But I came up with this, so you just give me some credit. Copyright. If you do. TM, whatever. <laughs> because when they use their cranberry sauce, they just kind of put it in like random globs. Like dolloped it on, on top. It. And we kind of like tried to spread it out over the piece when we were eating it. Because you want that in every bite. You want everything in every bite. And the sweet with every the of the cranberry uh, sauce. Cranberry sauce. It makes it good. Chef's kiss. So, at some point, we're going to try to recreate this because we've done the chicken fajita pizza. I'm like, well, we could make our own gobbler pizza. Like, we just need all everything that comes with it. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to use the cranberry sauce as sauce, like a pizza sauce. So you use that as your base. Like, you know, to spread it properly, you probably have to, like, bake the crust a little bit first to get kind of firmed up. Just a little bit. Um, and then take your cranberry sauce and spread it all around the dough like a sauce because that way you get it in every bite. So spread the cranberry sauce out like a sauce. Then put down uh, some cheese. Um, we'll probably use mozzarella because mm -hmm. it was good on this one. Yeah. I don't know what else light, you use. Like just a light bit yeah, of mozzarella. Just a little bit to cover the, the sauce and then put the turkey on that. The stuffing and then drizzle gravy over top of it and then bake it i think that'll come out really good um so we're gonna try that at some point um uh i don't know when but we'll we'll, we'll give it a try someday and we'll let you know how that goes i i think it'll be good but yes this pizza was from that one just that one little eh, little nitpick but it was still delicious. Oh, it was still fantastic. And we ate half of it there. And then we brought the other half of it home. To eat for dinner. To eat for dinner. And we ate the pieces cold, cold. And it was still delicious. Yeah. Like, it was like a cold Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh, Both ways. Hot, cold. Like, can't go wrong with that kind of uh, Yeah. Um. Do meal. you remember the restaurant name? Naples uh it was like naples pizza at, warehouse or something yeah, it was like naples that. at the warehouse like you know it's a pretty decent sized place we just kind of set up in front but they have like a bar there too um and they have different all kinds of other different pizzas they had a gobbler wrap too um that was on the sign and like i said i was talking 
everybody seems to have their own like cause when I first started hearing about gobblers although this is the first year I've ever had even the sandwich from Wawa where it originated at least for around here is where you always heard Wawa the gobbler like they had the sandwich a ho on a hoagie roll and they would put the stuffing and gravy and turkey and cranberry sauce and then they just started doing the bowls where you can get it in a bowl with mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce and gravy and stuffing and turkey and um now it seems like everybody, because like I would hear before, like, ooh, that's gross. Like, eat that on a sandwich. And now everybody's got their own version of it. You know, this place has a pizza. Lots of places have the wrap. The place that we were just talking about, the bagel milk, has their own with the stuffing bread. Like, everybody's trying to do their own take on it, but, like, tweak it a little bit. A friend of ours posted about, um, she had a stuffing waffle. Yeah, there were waffles made out of stuffing that had the turkey and, um, mashed potatoes and gravy on it, um... We the Panzerati that we talked about in a previous episode, um, and there's just like other places doing their own take on it. There's one place, the Primo Hoagies, but there's just cold and they put mayonnaise on it. Fuck that, that's gross. Um, yeah, a lot I of places are doing like cranberry aioli. Being cold. Yeah, I don't. But we like the pizza cold, so. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it would just be like a a, a sandwich, like a leftover sandwich. Yeah, I just wouldn't get the mayonnaise the on it because i that's weird uh but quick check was putting mayonnaise on theirs too and i when i tried to order it wouldn't let me not have mayonnaise on it she's like no you're gonna get regular or a lot <laughs> you're not gonna get none <laughs> i so want I'm a like, lot of none so i was like i guess i'm just not getting this um but there's a cider place original 13 in, in philadelphia they have the, a gobbler sandwich which they, i do not think we're gonna get to try this year probably not we're not gonna probably get there until um i think they only have well they said till the end of they said until the not till thanksgiving the end of november and we're gonna be in philly next saturday for the mm. light the light tour is next saturday oh wow man and i said we we're gonna stop oh, there first this month flew by like it was just halloween well, so did how october flew by too yeah um, but like, I feel like I blinked and, like, I lost a week. Well, that's what happens. Um, Seriously. So, I said that we could stop there earlier in the day and yeah. try the sandwich. I just wouldn't get the cranberry aioli because aioli is usually with mayonnaise, right? They mix yeah. it with mayonnaise. Yeah. I don't want that. I mean, I might have to bring my own little thing of cranberry sauce and stick it on there. I'm I don't sure want the aioli. Be able to give you cranberry. They might not though. have regular. Well, they might not. But yeah. um, all right. So then, Monday and Tuesday, we didn't do anything, right? Um, I don't think so. I think. Let me go we... back to the archives. <laughs> um, the pizza was delicious. Yeah, it was Naples at the warehouse. Is what it was called. Okay. Yeah. And that's um. It's in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Far as fuck away from us in Trenton. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like an then we went to minutes. a Walmart and saw a fucking Mexican Rudolph with fucking. He's uh, got a sombrero and maracas. maracas and and he, he shakes them and dances. I got a video of that. I guess I'll post it. I don't understand why. I don't know why. I don't know why this is a thing. Because, like, Rudolph never visited. Mexico. I mean, he might have. I mean, Santa visits the whole world. Well, not... But, like, in the thing, you don't see, like... Yeah, like, there was never, like, a part of the movies. The I don't know why, movies. like, somebody was just like, you know, how can we market Rudolph <laughs> in a different way? Let's make him Mexican with maracas and a sombrero. Like, and, like, the maracas are, like, the Mexican flag. 
Babe. Went to Target and saw a Hidden Valley Ranch dressing ornament. I don't know what the fuck that's all about either. Um, it also seems like all of the box stores, their like Christmas section is very PC. Just like Halloween was. Yeah, I mean. like there's not a lot of stuff to be had, and it's frustrating because like we we got engaged this year. If this is your first episode and you did not know, we got engaged back in September. I want a Christmas ornament that says just engaged. Like, granted, we'll be engaged for, I don't know, three more Christmases before we get married. But I still, like, because this is the year we got engaged, so I want an ornament that says that. And I've seen them other years where they're, like, a diamond ring ornament that says just engaged. But haven't been able to find one yet. I guess I'm going to have to order it online. And as, um... As uh, signified by the what I just said, they'll make a fucking th- anything into an ornament these days. A fucking bottle of ranch dressing is an mm. ornament for your Christmas tree. People love ranch. Yeah, but do you really love it that much that you're going to put it on your Christmas tree? Maybe as like a joke. Like, you know someone that would want that ornament? I don't. Casey. I don't know him personally, and well, uh, I don't think he would really want it. It was just a joke because of what had happened on the you know morning show we listened to, and... Uh, I don't think he would actually want it for his tree. Um, but all right. So nothing really happened Monday and Tuesday. No. Wednesday was Killian's makeup game. Um, because it was at 7 o'clock, Jeff was able to go. We went to um, a high school out in Medford and watched it in the bleachers, which well, was Well, I had to work a little early just to make sure we could make it because... And I don't think if I hadn't, I think we would have been late. Um, we got there, like, right on time. Yeah. Um, it was not that cold but i was freezing to you it was uh, you were all no, i i didn't bring my heavy jacket because it had been like 68 during the day which was nice and i was like oh it should still it was only going down to like 58 and i'm like i should be good with just my yeah, best once the sun goes down i was fucking freezing and it seemed like the game lasted super long um they were losing really bad and then they started to come back and then the other team went forward more and they ended up losing but it was Killian's last game and he enjoyed the season so I'm happy for that um nothing really impactful happened Thursday or Friday Thursday we went to go see the Ghostbusters oh well yeah I guess that was impactful yeah we went to go see (laughs) Ghostbusters Afterlife thanks T-Mobile for the hookup because we got four dollar movie tickets It's only cost us eight bucks to go see it. Um, no fees, no nothing. Yeah, they took care of the fees. Though there are T-Mobile Tuesdays where they give you like special deals to thank you and stuff. Sometimes they're like shitty and you don't use them, but like sometimes this comes out because we got to do this with a Quiet Place too as well, and we got four dollar tickets. This coming Tuesday is a three dollar Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Save that shit, please. No thanks. So I can get fee. No. Yes. Um. So yeah eight dollars to go see it you know flat fee like and that would have been probably even if we saw an imax because we saw a quiet place to an imax and it was Mm -hmm. still eight dollars so um we went to go see ghostbusters afterlife um we're gonna talk about that so we'll talk about that at the end because we are gonna do spoilers we're gonna like talk about it not in like super great detail but we will probably spoil some stuff yeah so um We'll play our ad, we'll come back, we'll let you know that we're going into stuff, so that way if you don't want to be spoiled, you can just turn it off. We won't talk about anything else after that. Um, 
Friday. We didn't really do much. Um, no, I had to work. I had mandatory overtime. Yeah. Which sucks. Balls. The evil empire. Um, so, yesterday, Saturday, um, we do something at my job uh, called Secret Santa. It's like a week-long uh, ordeal where you give four small gifts and on Friday, like you give a small gift Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then on Friday you give a slightly bigger gift. And it's so much fun. The one year I didn't do it because I wasn't sure if I was going to be there because I had broken my ankle. Um, it sucked watching everyone open gifts and the fun of like, oh, can you give this gift to so-and-so? Because like you do it secretly and on Friday when you give your big gift, you reveal who you are. Um, so the person I have really likes tea and um, there's a store over in Pennsylvania in Lansdale or right outside Lansdale called World Market. We've talked about them on another episode. They're an import store and um, they had a tea advent calendar and I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. She can count down the day days till Christmas. Um, so I grabbed that and then is that what you got? Yeah, that's what... 24 of those? No, 12. 12 oh. days of Christmas. And, um, yeah. So, uh, and the day that I give it to her, the Monday, there'll be 12 days until Christmas. Because we're doing ours the week before. Because it's the last full week that we're in school. Because Christmas Eve, it's a half day and not everyone works. Right. Um, but they also have... I got also got, um... A couple small things for another co-worker and uh they have all this import food from england and ireland and all over me, i think some of the asias yeah they've got some the asians well, the asian countries like in wow, asia the asians sorry <laughs> i meant the asian countries um yes i do believe they do have some it's just international stuff yeah you know, mostly from a, England and Ireland. They don't have a lot of English candy, though, because they don't carry Cadbury. It's all, like, the Milka. I could have swore I saw some Cadbury. Mm -mm, they have Australia. Or Cadbury-made uh, things, like those Crunch or the... No, those, those are the Violet Crumble, and they're from Australia. They're the same colors as Cadbury, mm -hmm. but they're not made by Cadbury. Um, they don't have any. It, they just have, like, the Milka stuff. But um, we had talked about them before, so we had gotten stuff that we tried while we were here. Yeah. Like, I got some pork rinds. And, and the that, panettone. And the bacon that was, like, habanero. And jammy Dodgers. Jammy but Dodgers. I, I said to Jeff, I was so excited as we were driving there. Um, like, oh, because last year when we went, um, after I got out of the hospital. Just to interrupt you there, if you want to listen to that episode, it's called Jammy Dodgers. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, we, and you can hear about all the stuff we got that time. Yeah, I, I was so excited because last year when we went, it was after Christmas and they still had like a small little Christmas section and everything was like discounted, but they didn't have a lot. And I was like, oh, they're going to have all like the goodies from different countries. And we ended up, we bought three different type of mincemeat tarts because we're going to my mom's for Thanksgiving. So we got them for dessert. We got a spiced orange and cranberry tart. And then I have no fucking idea how to pronounce the you, other one. Mucaleaf. No, I just sent pictures to my mom. You, Hold on. Hugh Cleef? It's got... Uh, Lee um, Van Cleef? It's got uh, special raisins It's a Scottish it. uh, tart. Um, it's E-C-C-L-E... A Cleefkin. F-E-C-H-A-N. I have no idea how to pronounce it. 
but it's got like nuts and raisins and cherries and it sounded delicious and then we got the spiced orange and cranberry mince pies and then we also just got like the regular mince meat because I love that it's my favorite of the holiday pies yeah. so you'll probably hear our uh, review of those and how they <laughs> tasted on the next episode after Thanksgiving but uh, World Market has like a loyalty club and I'm signed up for it because it's free and they had sent me a text earlier in the day on Saturday saying that, um, how did she say it? The Nyack? Nyack. 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 I don't know. Nyack. Um, were they from Ireland? No, they were from Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Okay. So they had Sweden ginger snaps that they were giving away with any purchase and, you know, free. That's awesome. So we grabbed a pack of them too and they scanned the code. Um, we also got Shamrock. What was it? Shamrocking. Wow. They're called Kios. They're Irish potato chips. We got shower, sour cream and shamrock. They're thick cut with the skins on. Uh, they're grown and cooked at a family farm in Ireland. They've got real shamrock in them. This is just a gimmick because I guess they're from Ireland. It's like, mm, I can taste that shamrock. I've never <laughs> it's like ate shamrock a, oil. I've never ate a handful of fucking shamrocks off the fucking ground before. Like, oh, I can taste the and real I, shamrock. I wouldn't suggest doing that, especially not over No, here. but they are pretty good chips. I did yeah, enjoy them. They were thick like um, a kettle cooked chip is thick, but not as crunchy as a kettle And cook. it's kind of fun on the back. It tells you like what field they were grown in and uh, who, who cooked them. And who pick the potato yeah and like you can look up on their website like the the field where the potatoes that we were eating came from was like right near dublin airport near the sea and and i don't care like you can if look none it of up. that's true it's fun it's fun for them to put that there so they're they're pretty good and the shamrock thing was like a good gimmick like i'm eating shamrocks like yeah and we tried the gingerbread cookies and oh or the ginger snaps pj and, like half the oh box oh my god and when i say half the box like it's a small box it i probably ate box. like eight cookies but and, you ate a bunch yes way too many but they were so good they're nice and thin and buttery and they melt in your mouth oh they were delicious um imported food is just so much better like it doesn't taste like preservatives and chemicals it actually tastes like good and flavorful um, I also got a fruitcake to try, and that was from Australia, um, and I'm excited to try that. I got an Irish toffee cake that was on discount 55% because it goes bad at the beginning of December. <laughs> it doesn't go bad. It's a best buy, but it's still yeah. good for right now. So we're We can bring that over for Thanksgiving, too, so everybody can try it. Oh, yeah. Have like a nice dessert spread out. Mm -hmm. It's Thanksgiving. You're supposed to eat until you puke. <laughs> um, and then I got a couple of things for my assistant uh, for Christmas. Um, she likes Hello Kitty, so they have, like, a Hello Kitty fizzy pop. I talked about that in the Jammy Dodgers episode, because I got one for myself. I haven't had that one yet. I probably should drink it. And then I got her two of the Japanese sodas where you have to, like, pop the bubble, like, pop the ball down into it, and it carbonates it. Now, do those come from the Asias? <laughs> I meant the Asian countries. The Asias. I'm not sure, like, whether it was Japanese or Chinese or... There's a lot of countries over there. There are. Um, so, right now, we're going to pause briefly to uh, let you know about our, our little ad. Oh, are we done talking? No, we're not done. This is, like, the middle. But this I is said, where we put the ad. But I said that we would do the ad before we talked about Ghostbusters. 
Well, you so we're not going to pause. No, we're, we're not. We're not going to put the ad right here. We're going to let you know when we're going to talk about Ghostbusters. Because uh, we're not done yet with anything else. Um, so we'll be right back. And, and we're back. back. <laughs> Jinx, uh, you owe me everything fucking ever. How about a kiss? No, thanks. Well, jerk. Um, after we left the world market, we went stopped by Contra Hawk at Brewing. There was some beers that I wanted to try. Um, Peach had to call about her car because it's been acting weird. And I need new tires, and I just am sucking it up and buying tires and costing way too much money. So she sat out in the car. I went inside, started my little tasting of it. She came inside afterwards. Um, I tried. They had a um, gingerbread. It's called You Can't Catch Me, and it's a... Uh, their seasonal gingerbread ale that's brewed with Belgian candy sh- sugar, ginger snap cookies, and a blend of spices and fermented with Belgian-style yeast. Um, I gave it a 3.75. I thought it was pretty good. Peach did Oof. not like it. No. She gave it a 0.75. So, not on her likes. No, um, it was not good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. It was a 5.2% alcohol. Um, it was good. I only had an eight ounce little taster of it. I didn't get a full because that's another thing. I've been here before uh, to their Contra Hawk and uh, Brewing, and there it's a it's a very small little you know tasting room. Um, but I like that they have different sizes. They have like a you can get like a two ounce or no maybe a two ounce, a four ounce, an eight ounce, and a sixteen ounce, and they're all different prices. So like if you want a little bit, if you want to like hey I'm gonna try. You know, you don't have to get a full glass of anything. Um, so I got an eight ounce, which is like three fifty for an eight ounce. Um, not bad. Um, they also had a. Um, let's see, what did they have? Uh, Ivan's, or I don't know if it's pronounced Ivan's, uh, famous chocolate cream stout. Uh, now this is going off of their. Um, uh, collaboration Ivan's it's like a cookies that's usually sold in Acme um, it's a supermarket here um, and they do like lemon snaps ginger snaps um, so they did um, before they had used their lemon snaps and they put them in a beer and it was the lemon shandy uh, they did a spiced um, spiced ale that uses the ginger snaps um, this one is a chocolate cream stout um, it's, uh, it's a smooth and creamy milk stout brewed with a base of pale malt and a selection of chocolate, dark Munich, and roasted barley malts, topped off with lactose, Madagascar, vanilla beans, and cacao nibs. Uh, this beer is like drinking a sweet chocolate cookie. Um, it's 5.8% alcohol. I gave it a 3.25. Peach gave it a 0.25. So she liked it even less it was fucking than terrible. the other one. It's like chocolate soy sauce. Um, no, it wasn't. Because that stuff we got from Four Score, the Dunkaroo stuff, that tasted like soy sauce. And I didn't care for that. I wanted to like it, but I didn't. Uh, but this I, I did like. And I thought it was good. So both of them, I gave about the same, you know... In the three point something range, I liked them. Um, yeah, N- N- Knackers or Nyackers ginger snaps. 
original. They're baked in Sweden. Um, then, um, let's see. That was yesterday. And then, um, we went to Red Robin for dinner last night, which is kind of... Because after we came home, because we were in my car to go to to World Market and Conchalk and Brewing, but my car was being real weird and, like, jumping and hesitating when I was driving, so we dropped my car off at home and got in Jeff's car, and he ran me to Michael's and Cole's. And I had, I had just a bunch of errands to do. I had to return some clothes to Kohl's. And I needed to get stuff for my parent project um, for Christmas. I want to try and get that done this week. So it's just done and over with. But, um, so we were in Hamilton Marketplace. And we got out of Dollar Tree and we're trying to decide where to go. And I had brought up Red Robin multiple times. And then finally, after lots of debating... Yes, much debating. <laughs> Jeff decided, or um, what's what's the word? Uh, Acquiesced. Yes, that's exactly the word I was looking for. Relented. Uh, relented, yeah. And we went to Red Robin. Now, the whole reason I wanted to go to Red Robin was to get... To the- get the Mile High Mud Pie. <laughs> It's all about desserts. <laughs> it really, I, I would eat dessert, like a side salad and then a dessert. Like, and if I she was content. left unchecked, she's like a giant <laughs> child. She would just eat ice cream. Giant? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean fat. But you said giant. She's a child. And she would just eat sweets. <laughs> I would. And ice cream. She'd be like an elf. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe I'm yeah. part elf. <laughs> she's definitely part elf, I think. Uh, because that's what, all she would do, is mm-hmm. just eat sweets. All the time, um, yeah. it doesn't do matter like when. Mix and if you mix. look at her and be like, "Hey, you want to get some ice cream?" The answer is always yes. <laughs> Even it doesn't matter if she just ate the biggest meal and she's like, "I'm so full," and I'll be like, "Ice cream? Yes." <laughs> like, but you just said you were how full you were. Well, there's always room for ice cream. It's like in Bill Cosby's world, those there's always room for Jello, and in my world, there's always room for ice cream. I um, will never turn down ice cream. So. Yeah, but the Red Robin experience is kind of meh. Um, they fucked up my burger. Where um, my burger at Miller's was supposed to have stuff on it, Jeffrey's was not. I wasn't supposed to have stuff that it did have. And then the waiter's just like, oh, we're going to make you a new one. And he's just like, oh, it's coming soon. It's going to be without that. Like, with that, whatever that was, it's going to be without it. Um, I don't know exactly what it was, but it wasn't supposed to be on there. Um... Peach got the regular fries. I got sweet potato fries, but we wound up like eating each other's fries because I like the big steak fries that are potatoey, and the sweet potato fries was kind of like thin and crispy, and I don't like those kind of fries. Peach does, mm-hmm. so like I ate her fries, she ate my fries. We both ate her first fries while we were waiting for my burger to be done, but um, we uh, did that, and then today uh, we picked up Killian and we went to go see Gus- Ghostbusters Afterlife again. This is the second time for us, and we took him to go see it, um, which was cool. Um, he liked it. Um, and then after that, after we got out of the movie, we went to, they just opened a Tim Hortons um, in that area in South Jersey. It's a new one, and uh, I have fond memories of being of going to Tim Hortons when I was in Canada, and um, 
I enjoyed it, and I just remember getting Tim Hortons, and it was good. I mean, I drink decaf coffee, which I know is a sin to a lot of people that drink coffee, but um, I get my decaf triple-triple, which means three creams, three sugars. Um, the Timbits, which are like munchkins at Dunkin' Donuts, they're just little round donut holes, but they're called Timbits at Tim Hortons. Um, it's a big Canadian thing. Uh, Tim Hortons is a big Canadian brand. Uh, started by Tim Horton, who was a hockey player. Um, we share the same birthday, me and Tim Horton. He was born on January 12th. Um, so he started, you know, the chain. He had, you know, one store, and then it grew from there. And um, there's been, there's some usually, you know, in border states up towards Canada. Um, we've been to one in North Jersey before, uh, up near Hazlitt. Um, but this one was coming. We saw it being built, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for that to open. So they opened this last week. So I'm like, well, while we're down there seeing the movie, we can stop by there afterwards, get, you know, donuts, some Timbits, some coffee. So we went. It looks cool. It looks nice and new because it is nice and new. But uh, it was a little crowded. Um, it's kind of weird. They had things separate where, like, you ordered donuts in one place. You ordered, like, coffee, sandwiches, or anything else in another place. Um, I don't remember it being like that when I went, uh, when I did it in Canada, but again, that was like, I don't know, 11 years ago. Um, we got, uh, two like Boston cream maple glazed donuts. She got one, Peach got one, I got one. Those were my favorite, the maple glazed, um, maple icing. Uh, Killian got like a regular Boston cream donut, which all of his chocolate toppings stuck to the paper inside the bag. Um, then he got like a panini. Did he get a panini? Yeah, he got, got a grilled cheese panini. Um, I, Jeff was ordering donuts. The line was weird. So he, I asked him, I was like, what do you want? And he was like in the zone with donuts. And I yeah. was like, all right, well, I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, oh, they have biscuit breakfast sandwiches. I was like, done. So I got myself a um bacon egg and cheese breakfast biscuit and i got jeff a sausage egg and cheese breakfast biscuit i got the donuts i got some timbits i got variety i only got like a 10 pack of 10 of them because i just wanted to get some i didn't want like a big huge amount um he was trying to rope me into getting six donuts but i "I only want three he's like only for a little bit more you can get six i'm like that's great but i just need three because the other three are just gonna sit around and they'll get hard and gross number one i don't need more than a donut like don't make me fat. Because we then, were already getting sandwiches. Yeah. And then Killian got a frozen Oreo cappuccino something or other. Hopefully it doesn't have too much caffeine in it. And he did drink it earlier not early enough in the day. I just don't want it to mess up his sleep tonight. Yeah. Um, they had a big long uh, table that had like a hockey uh, layout on it. Like a hockey rink layout. We sat there. Yeah, uh, it was very a big cool. long table. The hand, the door handles were the hockey door sticks. Handles were hockey sticks. I got a picture that of that. Because again, it's a Canadian thing. Tim Horton was a hockey player, so it's very Canadian slash hockey themed place. Um, yeah, um, and then my decaf coffee was supposed to be a triple triple or extra cream and sugar, but they only put one cream and sugar in it. So Peach was very nice and went up and got me some more creams and sugars. And I made it for him. Um, I got I had ordered a pumpkin spice latte because they're not. Oh, that's what you got. You didn't even let me try. I thought you were just drinking regular coffee. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. It didn't really taste that good. Oh. It didn't really taste like pumpkin. 
That's still what I wanted to try. Um, I had asked the guy that was taking the orders if, because I, their, their uh, coffee menu is very simple. Um, it's like almost like a, a coffee, like less stuff than you get at like a Wawa, like in their coffee bar, um, like the do it yourself coffee bar, less choices. They, um, didn't have any substitution of almond milk anywhere on the board and I am lactose intolerant. Uh, so I asked the guy, I'm like, can you put almond milk in the coffee? And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, almond milk instead of the whatever you use instead of the cream. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got the receipt and it said white milk. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> um, what other milk is there? Like, you're putting chocolate milk in things? No. Because that could be good. Cream. Oh. Or half and half. Mm. Um, yeah, give me some coffee with some chocolate milk in it. I, I'd try that. That'd probably be very good if you like chocolate milk. I love chocolate milk. Um, I can make you some decaf coffee and you can try that out. It'd probably be like creamer. I mean, I'm not a big coffee drinker. It was just because it was Tim Hortons. But sadly, didn't live up to the memory. I think it's just better in Canada. <laughs> uh, I think because it's a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a national or Canadian pride kind of thing. Like they really take their Tim Hortons seriously up there. It's a big Canadian institution. The people that work there, I think, take more pride in it. Here, it's just like, I don't know what the fuck this place is. I'm just going to work here. Like, Tim Hortons means nothing to me. It's it's a place that I got a job at. Like, they're not Canadians. They have no pride in it. It's not, like, something that they know about. Like, growing up in Canada, you're just taught to know Timmy's. Like, that's what everybody calls it. You know, I'm going on a Timmy's run. I'm going to Timmy's. You want anything from Timmy's? Like, it's like a Dunkin' Donuts here or a Wawa. Like, or everybody Starbucks. Knows- yeah, but like mm-hmm. it just seems like, or from what I can remember, like they just take more pride in it there, and it's more of an institution. So here, it's just kind of like I just I just work here. I don't know what you want. Yeah, the breakfast sandwich was good. I mean, it's no Bojangles, but uh, no. <laughs> the but the it tasted good. The coffee was very lackluster. Killian's flipping drink was more expensive than Starbucks, and it was smaller. And it was made with like a coffee slushy. Like it was a very weird. But he liked it. He, he liked said his it sandwich. was okay. Yeah. He liked his donut, which was, according to him, better without the chocolate topping. Not that he had a choice because it gets stuck to the paper, and then his mom ran her finger through it to eat it. I did not. Run and then my you were just touching his it. fucking donut in general. Just so, can you just keep your fingers off my food? I'm trying. I'm about to eat this, and you're like. Yeah, let me try, you know, put my finger on that. I didn't run my finger through it. I dipped my finger in, like, the very edge. Which, I, you know, I'm with him. Keep your fingers out of my food. I made him. I'll do what I want. No, that's the wrong way to go about it. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so we took him to see the movie. He liked the movie. And then after uh, Tim Hortons, we took him home. Because he's got school tomorrow. I didn't want to keep him out too late. Yeah. Um, you know, it should be a short week for him too. Like, do they do they do like a Thanksgiving yeah. break? Yeah, they, he's off Thursday and Friday, the same as I do. So not like Wednesday and do like a half week thing or maybe a half day on Wednesday. I'm not sure. It. I remember like the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at um when I was in school, it was always crap. They would normally like we wouldn't really do anything. Um, it was normally like the end. We were finishing up a unit. And then on Wednesday, we'd fucking watch Forrest Gump. Like, that's why my hatred of that movie is so high. Because they would put that movie on every year around Thanksgiving. 
I just at think school. you're salty about everything. No. Um, that movie is not appropriate for children, like young children. But uh, anyway, after that, we stopped. We went to a Total Wine, which is like a liquor store. Peach uh, selfishly stayed in the car uh, because she wants me to go into every place with her when she goes into stores, especially when she's going to return shit. Or like yesterday when I took her on errands, went into Kohl's, went into Michael's, went into Five Below, went into the dollar store. She couldn't come into the store with me. I felt car sick and I was just frustrated and I was getting a headache because so, I didn't bring enough water with me. I went around, um, picked up, they didn't have anything that I was specifically looking for. I've still been looking for the original Sin uh, Crimson Chaos cider. Um, it's just sad. It just seems like a lot of the New York ciders are kind of taking a backseat around here recently. Like, can't really find a lot of original Sin stuff. Uh, haven't really gotten any of the Hudson North stuff, like, because their Toasted Pumpkin never really came out, but they, they shipped it out late for some reason, like, that was a, a reason they gave me on Instagram. I don't know, I still haven't seen it, like, oh, it might be showing up later. No, nah, it's not here. Um, never saw the Cider Donut Cider, they said it sold out before we even got to New Jersey, but hey, you know what, you got some fans down here, give us some. Mm-hmm. Um, they said their, their ski trip is coming back out, haven't seen any of that yet. And, like, that was one of the ones that you could count on at some of the liquor stores around yeah. us. Like, you would always see Hudson North. That's why we tried it, because it was always there. Yeah. Um, every time they had a new one, we would get it, because it would be there to try. Like, it was always available. I'm like, oh, they got a new one, they got a new one. And now it's like, they got a new one that I'm seeing on Instagram, but I'm never seeing it in stores. Yeah. It also seems like the seltzer section is just getting bigger and bigger and the cider section is getting smaller and smaller and that sucks because we've tried the seltzers so many different types of them and well, I it just cuz I don't like them. Well, you sipped mine. Nah, I, I drank the most is the most recent one we got the flannel pack from Bud Light that had like the maple some of those were good they were all right the pumpkin one no the toasted marshmallow no the pumpkin one tasted like a candle like a bad version of dunkin donuts got turned into a candle i liked the maple pear and the crisp apple those Mm -hmm. were good but still not like oh i'm gonna drink these all the time even if they weren't available all the time but like out of the pack they were the best yeah so like i'm not a big seltzer fan in the first place so like i'm not gonna drink them i wanted to be because i'm like oh well they're low in calories high in flavor so people say and it's it's like after like two of them i get a massive headache and i think it's because it's got that artificial calorie free sugar bullshit and it's like i want no part of that but so it's sad to not find what i was looking for um i didn't see any ski trip i didn't see the crimson chaos I mean, they did have some other uh, original Sin stuff, but stuff that I've had before. Not that I wouldn't get it again, and I like it, but I just wasn't looking for it this time. I did find a Duclaw um, Sour Ale. It was a strawberry French toast that I haven't... I saw them post on Instagram, but I hadn't tried it, so I wanted to try that. So I got a four-pack of that. I got well, one bottle of the Duclaw Sweet Baby Jesus Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter because it's been around forever, and everybody's loved it. I've just never gotten around to trying it. So I got about a single bottle of that because I had that available in the single section. So I figured, hey, I'll finally cross that off my list, see what everybody's been talking about all this all this time. Um, I got a four-pack of Around Here Again. We've talked about Wawa before. They're a convenience store slash gas station. 
Um, they've got like made to order food and, you know, just regular convenience store stuff. Um, chips, you know, hoagies, sodas, cigarettes, uh, fountain sodas, all that kind of good stuff. So they've been pairing with a local brewery in, in Pennsylvania for a few years of doing like a Wawa coffee stout um, beer. So this year they did a mocha latte stout. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it this year. It's different from the last year they did it. And I didn't try it last year. So this year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. So I got a four pack of that. And then I also got a six pack of woodchuck uh, mimosa cider, which I, I like their mimosa cider. Um, so I just got a six pack because I just wanted some. So it's good. Um, haven't tried anything that I bought yet, so I'll have to let you know about that on uh, the next episode. Because um, right now I'm just drinking a Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter, which came out last year and everybody lost their shit. And I tried it on draft at a place locally, which I was like, oh, I wish this wasn't on draft. I wish it was in a bottle. But it, honestly, last year when I had it on draft, it actually tastes better than this year when I've had it in bottles. Um, and it seems to be everywhere. Last year it was like very in short supply and you couldn't really find it a lot of places. Now you see it everywhere. They have so much of it. It's kind of like they flooded it and now so they've kind of over anticipated who's going to be drinking it and how much people are going to be drinking it. Cause you still, still, still see a lot in a lot of places. Um, but I mean, it's, it's all right. It's good. Um, and then we just got, uh, Thanksgiving coming up. This week is a short week at work for Peach. Yeah, um, I said that. Yeah, not so short of a week at work for me because we've got mandatory overtime, which lengthens our days. I have to work on Thanksgiving. They let us out early, but it's not really that much early. Uh, Peach doesn't have to work at all, so... No, I'm just gonna probably. Hopefully, if her car gets. Yeah, I we dropped my well, I dropped my car off tonight and. Um, I have a Chevy Spark and not the electric one. And, um, I love my car. I do. It gets great gas it's mileage. There's a reason why to like it. It's, it's but. It gets great gas mileage. It's super small, so it's super convenient when we're driving places where it's like on street parking. I can fit in really small spots. Thing that's annoying about my car every fucking part for it is a specialty part. The tires are special. The battery, nowhere on earth but the dealership carries it. So that was an arm and a leg when that had to be replaced. The tires for my car are a stupid small size and they cost $150 each. Which fucking sucks. And that's like you have to get tires and brakes done. I have and to get that's front besides whatever's happening with the engine. Yeah, I have to get front tires and front brakes. So as it stands right now, he quoted me worst case scenario for my brakes. He's like, if it needs like pads and rotors and calipers and all that, it would. they're having a special. It would be two ninety nine. Hopefully it just needs pads because they just started yeah, it squeaking. It shouldn't need all that other stuff. Yeah, like it just started squeaking like... A, a week ago or else you'll never know because it'll tell you it needs it yeah. and you well i'll fight them on it yeah but you won't know if they actually do need it you just wouldn't know yeah um but then however much my check engine light came on uh, like when we were almost home yesterday so hopefully it's something stupid like spark plugs or whatnot um well everything that i looked up said that it could be due to like spark plugs or uh the fuel injectors or a fuel pump 
Um, something Hopefully like it's that. not the fuel pump because that's like four or five hundred dollars because I had that going in another car. But I mean, I get it. Tires and brakes are routine maintenance. I understand that. I have I've had my car for six and a half years. I have had to buy brakes now. This is the second time. I third time I'm having my front brakes changed in six years. So I mean that's not bad. And I've only ever changed my back brakes once, and that was like the end of last summer. So I'm fine with that. It just possibly 600, well, starting out $600 and that's not touching my check engine light. So I just got an oil change. Yeah. Jeff did my oil on Saturday morning. That was easy. Yeah. Thankfully. But again, couldn't use regular ramps. Had to buy special ramps for my car. Because it's a low profile car. It's low to the ground. So you need lower ramps too. It doesn't like scrape and it can get up. Um, Cars are a necessary evil, and it fucking sucks that so much can go wrong with them. And her oil filter is kind of in an inconvenient place. Uh, my, on my car, it's really easy. It's just hanging right there, straight down. Hers is at an angle. you got to reach up through stuff. You can't really see it. you got to feel for it. normal and everywhere does not carry my oil filter. The only place that I can buy my oil filter from is on Amazon. And Amazon, it varies in price. So when it goes on sale, like right now it's... Um, like eight dollars an oil filter and when it dips under like sometimes it'll go as low as like 356 and i'll buy like five of them when it goes real low so that's i have like i think three more under and the i mean bed it's right still now. you know decent because the oil is not that expensive by yourself because like you and i use full synthetic oil and like you take that to like a place that's like 50 to 100 dollars depending on where you yeah. take it so, the place down the road for my work, it was like $102 for my oil change. For like full synthetic. And like you do that here, it's like yeah. she said, her oil filter can range anywhere from three something to $8. And the five quarts of oil costs like 18 bucks. So right there, you're saving a lot of money. And I just pay for labor with smooches. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully everything will be done by thursday yeah because when i dropped my car off i said to the guy it needs uh front tires front brakes and my check engine lights on it was hesitating and i hate i i I like the girl that works the front desk there her name's stacy she's really nice she doesn't bullshit you like her and i have a really good like relationship because i've been going to the same place for like four years and they helped me out another time and Uh, when I needed to get a battery they jumped my car so I could get home knowing that I couldn't buy the battery there like they helped me out big time like my car was um, dead in the gas station that's like kind of next door to them and they went over took a jump box jumped it charged it got it all good to go so I could drive it home knowing full well they couldn't help me like I wasn't buying anything from them, so like that right there, I, I would I give my loyalty to them because they're decent guys, but um, I hate it was a new guy working and Stacy was like on her break or whatever, and he was like, oh, well, do you know it needs new tires? And I'm like, yeah, I brought it in for a rotation and tire balance because it was riding weird, and you guys told me that I needed to replace my tires as soon as possible. And he's like, and what about your brakes? I'm like, well, they just started squeaking. Oh, well, and I was like, and I got them done in June 2020. So it's been about 18 months. So it's time. 
And he's like, oh, okay. And then he was like, and then your service engine soon laid on. I was like, yeah, it, it's hesitating or jumping. I was like, it, it could be the spark plugs because they haven't been changed for a couple of years. And as I'm telling him all this, his guy, like, oh, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about is slowly melting away because I'm not some uninformed idiot girl. But I don't think you shouldn't have said that to him because I think those spark plugs should be new because they just did your ignition coils and I can't imagine they wouldn't have changed the spark plugs if they had needed to be changed well if they come back with something about spark plugs i'm gonna ask that because i just spent like nine hundred dollars like i would look back on the paper from that to see if there are spark plugs on there it's in there it's in my file thing so i gotta look but Um, but hopefully that's done by wednesday oh yeah so i told him i was like with my tires and he's like well i'll have someone look at them i was like well, can I just ask you, like, ballpark range, you guys have to special order my tires because you don't carry them because they're a stupid size. Um, when do you think they'll get here? And he's like, oh, how do you know? I'm like, because I bought tires before and it's always an issue. You guys have to order them and it takes a couple of days. And he's like, oh, and he, like, looked back in my record. And he's like, do you want the same tires that you got before? I was like, yeah, they're the cheapest. There's only three different kinds that come in the size that I need. And he's like, oh, okay. So he brings everything up. He's like, oh, you're not wrong. It's like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've had this car for six years. This is like my, I don't know, like my sixth time buying like either one tire or two tires or whatever here and there. Um, like, I know what I'm fucking talking about. So he's like typing everything in. He's like, well, I can just order the two right now. He And that's when he was like, well, how do you know you need two? I was like, because you guys told me I needed two front tires. Um... So I was fingers crossed hoping that he'd be able to put the order in and they'd get here Monday. Well, you can write a new song. All I what? need for Thanksgiving is my two front tires. <laughs> It'll be a Thanksgiving song. Yeah. Um, there's not one of them. Um, oh, all yeah. I need for Thanksgiving is my two front tires so I can visit my family. Oh, I really could make a Thanksgiving song. You really could. It could I'm be gonna... a country song, one of those yeah. depressing bullshit songs. Oh, but in a country song, well, I, I guess in a country song, I'd either get the tires and be able to make it home in time, just in time, or I wouldn't get the tires and I'd miss it completely. And then you meet the um, Thanksgiving turkey and he pulls you, gives you a, a flight ride to your ha- relative's oh, house. Oh, so we're doing that kind of song? <laughs> I guess. I mean, if you're just going to be ridiculous about it, why not? Um... But he told me, unfortunately, that the tires would not be in until Wednesday. So that means Jeff and I have to share a car until Wednesday, which is good and bad because the way our shifts line up, if he was working regular hours, it would mean I'd, I'd be 30 minutes late to work. But because he's... But since it's such a good thing that I have to go in earlier than normal... Fucking I'll, awesome. I'll end up being like 30 minutes early to work, which sucks, but then I'll be in the building 30 minutes before any of the kids so I can get like some of my prep work done. So, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully it's done by Wednesday, so it doesn't take longer than that initially. And yeah. then Peach can take Killian because he's coming with us for Thanksgiving to her mom's house and they can go over there earlier in the day and I can meet them there later after I'm done work. Mm-hmm. And Because if not, she'll have to wait for me to be done work and then, you know. We won't get over there until, like, dinner time. But, um, yeah. And I'd be stuck here without a car and I flipping hate that. Yeah, and I'm hoping to get out earlier than they're telling us they're going to let us out. And, uh. You know, hoping. And I, I'm just so worried because it was 
last year, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, that my assistant got um, diagnosed with COVID and we were quarantined from the Tuesday before Thanksgiving until like December 2nd or something. Fingers crossed that doesn't fucking happen this year. Like, I just have such a bad gut feeling it's going to happen again and I'm going to be quarantined for Thanksgiving again. Dude, that fucking sucked. Um, Debbie uh, Downer. Well, bring it down. I'm sorry. That's just, like, what's in my head because of what happened last year. Um, and, like, I didn't get to see my mom or Killian on Thanksgiving and I was stuck not going anywhere. I did get paid mm-hmm. for those two weeks. Which is pretty nice. Yeah, I'd and like I, to do I that. got some stuff done around the house, and I did a bunch of like curbside shopping, which was nice. But um, yeah, and th- the three days coming up are fun days because at my job on uh, Tuesday we have our work uh, friends giving potluck, which is always it's my favorite potluck of the year. Oh, are you gonna go get another drink? Yeah. Me too, please. You're coming too? No, here. Oh, no. Uh, Unless you want to keep talking or do you want to pause it? No, I'll keep talking. Um, And because it's the week before a holiday, we do a, um, like a spirit week where uh, the kids and the teachers dress up. So the three days this week are uh, Monday's red and orange day. Tuesday is, I think your favorite Thanksgiving shirt. And then Wednesday to finish off the week strong is... um, uh, pajama day which is always a blast because the kids are super comfy and they're normally better behaved and nap time's always awesome because they're super comfortable because who wants to lay down for nap in jeans no one no one wants to lay down for nap in jeans but and then so tuesday we have our staff potluck and then uh wednesday we have our classroom parties and this is probably the worst classroom party of the year because kids typically don't like turkey and stuffing like most kids like mashed potatoes some don't no one not none of the kids really like the cranberry sauce but like you do it because it's the thanksgiving feast i did since i'm with the younger kids now i don't do turkey or turkey sandwiches i do do chicken nuggets and i know it's not the same thing but it, it's better that they eat something and they have something on their plate that they like and no one signed up for uh, vegetables in my class so I have to bring in corn and green beans corn and green beans? corn uh, oh is the toasted pumpkin mine? Yes. yeah um so I am, I'm, a, I'm excited about this week coming up and I have my special fun fall pajamas that I got from Old Navy to wear um so they say happy fall y'all and they're orange so um yeah um so i guess this ends the episode and damn that's so good well uh we're gonna do the ghostbusters thing now okay so if you don't want to hear spoilers spoiler alert coming at you hard spoiler alert coming at you don't listen if you don't want to be spoiled and I don't think we're going to spoil it too hard. There just might be some stuff that you might not want to hear. It's like, we're not going to go real in-depth. We're not going to tell you every little thing about it. There might just be some stuff. If you haven't seen it yet, wait until you've seen it, and then come back and listen to it. Um, if you've already seen it, keep listening. So, uh, 
here we go into the the talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, coincidentally, I am drinking a about to drink a beer right now from Bolero Snort Brewery um, from New Jersey. It's called I Ain't Afraid of No Bulls. <laughs> because all their stuff is bull oh, or cow themed. And the little marshmallow, the stay puffed marshmallow is a, a bull. And he's like dancing <laughs> oh, in the front. There's a couple of them. So cute. <laughs> um, it is a heavily fruited sour ale with tangerine, mandarin orange, marshmallow, vanilla, and milk sugar. Oh. And it's really good. I've had a couple. I got a four pack of them. This is going to be my third one. I think I have one more left after this. Oh, I definitely want to try it. So it'll be good that. to commemorate since today we saw the movie for the second time. Today would have been Harold Ramis's 77th birthday. Um, he passed away in 2014, I believe. Um, he had some sort of uh, autoimmune something or other. I'll look it up. Um, and he had a lot of complications with at one point he couldn't walk um, and he had to relearn how to walk but then he just kept having complications with it um, and then eventually it contributed to his death which is very sad um, he was a great writer and actor and director I mean he helped co-write the original Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd so he died in 2014 at the age of 69 due to complications from autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis yeah so it's very sad um so we i really liked the new movie um it's a lot better than the 2016 one um, now no saying now. this that it's better than the 2016 version i have the same opinion that movie was fucking terrible and that is nothing against the actresses the movie was terrible i like all well, I like two of the actresses. The the blonde one, I didn't know who she was. But I like Melissa McCarthy, and I like... What's the other actress's name? She was in Bridesmaids. Kristen Wiig? Yes. I like both of them. I think they're very funny ladies. Like, hats off to them for all their other movies. That movie was so poorly written, it was not funny. The, the funniest part of that movie was Chris Hemsworth playing a moron when he scratched through his glasses to his eye. Um, like, that's so what yeah, I remember. Like, it was just a bad movie. It wasn't fun. It lost a lot of its heart because they didn't connect it to the original movie. It was just its own kind of female reboot. They're just like, hey, this is our own thing. We're just rebooting the series again and making all the characters female. They disconnected from the franchise and it just didn't have the heart of being in that world, you know? Um, that was connecting you to the nostalgia of it and like the memories. Um, it was just bad. It wasn't funny. Um, now I know a lot of the actresses got a lot of hate because of it. And that's not, cool. that's not cool. The movie does deserve hate because it's bad. I mean, maybe hate's a strong word, but it just, it, it deserved the trash talking cause it wasn't a good movie. Um, like I said, it disconnected itself from the original franchise. It just tried to be its own thing. And I think that's where it failed because you need that connection. Um, so the new movie starts off with like, you know, you see like Egon, he's been living 
kind of out in the middle of nowhere, um, trying to uh, kind of keep a lid on the, the world. Like he lives in this uh, town where, uh, if you're a fan of the original, you know Evo Shandor, who built the thing in Central Park West. You know the the building. Uh, trying to, you know, the, the Gozer worshippers. Um, he, like, built this town. You know, he built a lot of stuff in this town. He had, like, a, a mining facility where he would mine the, the the selenium, I believe, that was made, the girders that made the high-rise in Central Park from the original one. Um, it's got, like, carvings of, like, the terror dogs and Gozer um, in the mines. Um so you come to find out that, you know, Egon kind of felt this was coming, discovered this, um, moved to this town to kind of keep it at bay. Like, you know, he kind of was there to, like, be a watcher to make sure nothing got out of hand and everybody just thought, like, he abandoned them and he went crazy. And But he really went out there to just, you know, make sure everything stayed not destroying the world. Um he tries to do it in the beginning, like he's trying to do something, but he dies. They do it. Does, he does get killed um, by, I guess it was from Gozer or one of the terror dogs, one of the spirits attached to the mine that he was trying to trap. Um, and then you meet his family, his daughter and his grandchildren. Um, Trevor was the mm-hmm. kid's name, uh, played by Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. You know him. Um, and his granddaughter Phoebe, who's very Egon like, and she's smart. She kind of looks like him. She got the glasses. Her hair's she's really like, into science. Really into science. Um, so, and the mom's kind of like really, you know, mad because he abandoned them, and you know, she never got to like be with her dad or whatever. Um, so they go to this town after he dies to like, you know, get whatever they had she had to take care of they get evicted from where they were living at in the beginning and they go out there they find out they're not really getting anything except for the house because he was just kind of in debt as well um everybody in the town you know knows him as the dirt farmer uh he's crazy you know people kind of just thought he was spooky and weird um they kind of stay in town for a while because the house is the only place they have to live uh, Phoebe kind of stumble, stumbles on all of, like the science stuff and the Ghostbuster stuff, kind of egged on and guided by Egon's spirit, who's in the house. Um, so she finds, you know, the stuff down in his secret like work area and like the proton packs and stuff. Um, she befriends this kid in school because she starts going to school. Uh, it's like summer school. Um, and that's taught by Paul Rudd, who's a seismologist, and he's just kind of doing it because it's an easy gig. And that's who she is. The girl that plays Phoebe was on Fuller House. Yeah, she was that dude's daughter, or that the woman who gets with the dude's daughter. Like DJ and the one veterinarian dude, what they were kind of dating, but yeah, then he doctor. stopped, and then he got with another woman. It was her daughter. Yeah, Rose Hardenberg. Harbin Burger. Yeah. Um. So. He's teaching the summer school, but he's really just kind of he puts on like 
fucking Cujo and fucking Child's Play, and they're just like, hey, just watch these movies. Um, Phoebe kind of befriends him and talking about like there's like really weird earthquakes in the area, and he's trying to chart it out and find out what's going on. Oh, she's naturally blonde. Um, that's good to know. Um, and I could freaking figure it out. She befriends a kid in summer school called calls himself Podcast because he has a podcast. Uh, he walks around with, like a microphone and all his gear all the time. Um, so it's kind of like they're setting. I think about it. It's kind of weird. They're setting them up because it's like a passing of the torch of like from the old characters to new characters that I think are going to carry it on. I think they're going to make more. Um, it's just kind of handing it to a very younger generation, which I'm, I'm fine with because, you know, the original, you know, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and, and Ernie Hudson, they're all old getting up there. They can't, you know. You're not going to see them out there in their 70s busting ghosts, you know. You just can't keep making that movie. So they had to pass it on, you know. I didn't know they were going to go this young. These are, like, really young kids. Um, but um, they kind of set it up that way. And, like, they start, like, busting ghosts because, like, her... Phoebe's brother Trevor like fixes up the Ecto one because that's like on the on the farm and he fixes it up for a car and he's driving it around. Phoebe and Podcast are out like trying to catch ghosts because there's this one ghost that like eats like metal and they stumble upon him and they try to do it and then they run into her brother who was driving around in the car and like they kind of you know hey hop in and they try to get this ghost like in the town and they trap it. And then they, but then they get pulled over and they get arrested for like destroying property and all this stuff. And nobody believes them about the ghost. Um, they find out about like stuff going on with Evo Shandor and like his body's still in the mine and he's got like this well that has all the spirits and stuff that's trying to call forth like Gozer. But Egon, before he died, like set up all these like these four proton uh, pack like the the blasters to to shoot it whenever it would try to rise up. To kind of calm it back down and keep it in check. But since he's not around anymore, like, stuff goes kind of unchecked. And the terror dogs, you know, possess Paul Rudd and and, and Phoebe's mother, um, Egon's daughter, essentially. And they bring kind of bring back Gozer and they have to fight Gozer. And um, I think it was just really well done. And, like, they're trying to just pass the torch where, like, everybody's got their own set role to fill i suppose like phoebe is obviously taking over egon's spot uh her brother trevor played by finn wolfhart he's obviously the peter bankman of the group um podcast is like the ray because he does a lot of ray stuff he wears like the goggles like ray he's always got a plan He's like, oh, very I got a plan. Supernatural. That's what his podcast is yeah. about. And like, you know, Ray at the end where they they meet him, like each other. He's like he listens to his podcast. He's his one subscriber. Um. So and Trevor's kind of ish girlfriend is kind of like the Ernie the the Winston of them if they're gonna be in you know. And that's like, I don't know. Never mind. I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> okay. I know what you're thinking, but uh, 
So we're just kind of saying it without saying it. But I just hope they do that better because it wasn't really handled properly in the originals. Winston doesn't get a lot of love. Um, no, and he's a fun character. I mean, yes, he wasn't part of the original group in the beginning of the original movie. Like, he's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. Um, he comes in. He to comes get in a, for the sex appeal, though. <laughs> he comes in for the job just to get hired and have a job. But like, in a lot of the promotional stuff and the the, the um, what's the merchandising, he's left out of a lot of shit and like the, a lot of the promotional like, um, images and posters. Not a lot of love for for Winston, and it's kind of sad. Um. And even on the 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 Blu-ray that I have, because I, I popped in last night to watch the original, uh, just before we went to go see this one again for the second time. On the Blu-ray menu, it's just you have a uh, Ecto One and a reflection in one of the windows. You just see Ray, Peter, and Egon. There's no Winston. He's not on there. Like it's just like I'm sorry. You've seen all the like how he's been short shrifted all these years. When you think you were, you're making a Blu-ray, you, you could have like corrected that. Like put Winston in there. He's a, just as much of a Ghostbuster as any any of them out. You know, any one of them. Um. But uh, so yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's funny. It's a good time. I mean, it's a good passing of the torch. It's a good tribute to Egon slash Harold Ramis. Like the end is very sad ish. Yeah. Uh, made me cry twice. Yeah, I teared up both times. Um, since we are doing spoilers, uh, they bring him back. Like, they hint to it throughout the movie, like his ghost. They Tupac him. They bring him back as, like, a hologram, digitally, yeah. you know, put in. They, CGI. They, like, bring back his, like, ghost spirit. I'm doing air quotes. Like, throughout the movie, like, at one point in time, his ghost is there helping Phoebe figure something out. And then later on, it's helping his daughter see that he did care about her, that he was there throughout her life watching her and making sure she succeeded. And even though he couldn't be present, he did still love her. He did still care. Like, again, this is like a very brief time in the movie. But you don't see him then. He's just kind of guiding through like lights. Yeah, like and lights like and like opening using doors his and... ghost detector handheld thingy. And, um, and then there's a scene towards the very end where Phoebe's using the proton pack after, uh, Gozer has like flaked off, like just like cast it aside. Um, Winston and, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. I don't know Winston's role. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson just like shook them off like it ain't no thing. Yeah, they tried to cross the streams and she uncrossed the streams. Yeah, and, so... Um, which that was a thing where somebody else in a review I'd heard before where they were like, hey, they just did that. She shrugged off the three of their things and now Phoebe's trying to just take her down with one and she's having a hard time. Well, she's probably weakened because she just threw off three different beams and un uncrossed them. So that might have taken some effort. And I was thinking that maybe like... Egon being there like that's what I was getting at like you see him like full body apparition his face shows up like you see the hand and then they like pan out and pan around and it's him next to her holding the proton shooter and she looks at him and they smile at each other and then they're like back to the job and then... I guess they didn't want to go voice they didn't he didn't talk no he just like 
did nods and like whatnot. Yeah. But um, Phoebe and him get up and they walk over to the other guys because as there as Phoebe and Egon are shooting Gozer, uh, the three original Ghostbusters turn theirs on, and then. Uh, Trevor gets his shit together and gets his power pack going that's in the car. And then it's the five beams. Well, no, because he shoots the capacitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To make the traps work in the field. Um, And then the mom realizes what the fuck's going on. And she goes and flips the switch and presses it. And shamalama ding dong gozers in the traps. Yeah. So, like. But, like, while they're fighting, like, or shooting the beam or whatever. Um, Egon and Phoebe like move over next to the other guys and you see it go down the line like Ernie looks over and realizes and then um, Bill Murray and then Dan Aykroyd and like Bill and Dan look at each other and then just go back like ain't no thing and then after everything's all said and done Bill says to Egon I thought you might show up Um, but like it made me tear up like seeing him I'm kind of getting misty eyed now um, <laughs> when you see him in spirit form, but mm-hmm. like, and I know they're actors, but I think it's real emotion. Like you see all of their faces and they all have tears in their eyes. So like for them, it could be like an actual goodbye, a closure thing maybe. Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't know that they were the best of friends, but they did act together for two movies and I'm sure they had some sort of bond because they were all young. Like a well, they lot. They had known each other forever like working together like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd on Saturday Night Live and then Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd like wrote Ghostbusters together yeah. and like they did a lot of writing and stuff together so like I'm sure in some part like they were sad when he when he passed away and I guess it might have been suddenly I- I'm not really sure but like I had never seen Ghostbusters until Jeff and I started dating. I knew what it was, obviously, and I had seen the cartoon and everything, but I had never seen the movie, um, the movies. So Jeff and I watched them. So, like, where it wasn't a part of my childhood, really, aside from, like, the cartoon a little bit in the 90s, um, like, if you were a diehard Ghostbusters fan like Jeff is, um, I definitely probably did move you to tears because it was a really nice touching part and um the girl lucky pushes trevor finn wolfhard's character towards her his grandfather to like get a hug and then they have a moment and then him and phoebe have a moment and then their mom comes over and she hugs him and she cries because she does know i'm getting a little choked up um she does know that her dad does love her and did care about her and then he like bursts into like sparkles and goes up and then they like pan out into the sky and it says for Harold and it was it was an emotional scene and it was nice and well done and it was a nice closure for that and a send off and a passing of the torch to like a new team or Mm -hmm. a new something that's going on because again there's two end credits there's a mid credits and an end credit scene um one thing I don't understand though my one pet peeve about the movie is okay um Phoebe gets the proton pack to work because Egon's spirit helped her fix it he kind of showed her what to do I mean she is smart and she kind of knew some stuff she knew what the the product was missing but what I don't understand is like her 
her I might understand because he showed her how to fix it. He might have showed her some other stuff that we don't see off screen, like while they were working on the Proton Pack. But like Podcast and everybody else, they just seem to know how this technology works. Like he's using like the goggles and the traps and they're driving the car. I think those goggles were his. Like I don't I don't know because they look exactly like the goggles that Ray uses like in the original Mm -hmm. when they're like hunting down Slimer. Does Ray's take pictures? Not that I ever knew but they look very similar. Well he was really into that but he didn't. But that's the thing. Okay so uh, podcast is into like the paranormal and the occult. Like he says that. Like that's what his podcast is about. And Paul Rudd's character in summer school was like, so they bring, uh, (laughs) sorry, Phoebe finds a trap in the floor. Egon kind of leads her to it. She brings the trap into summer school to show podcast. Paul Rudd is the teacher in summer school. Jeff said that. Yeah. So they're fucking with the trap. Everybody else is watching child's play. Yeah. They're trying to like pry it open with like a wooden ruler. The The ruler breaks causing a loud snap causes Paul Rudd to be like, Hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? He comes over. He's like, oh, that's an awesome, what does he call he it? It's an awesome replica. replica. And, um, and they're like, they're of like, what? Of what? And he says to podcast, I'm ashamed of you. Well, you, no, he's like, you of all people. And oh, then yeah. podcast is like, I'm, so, ashamed. I'm ashamed. Yeah. So We're, Paul Rudd kind of like leaks it out. Like tells him about the Ghostbusters, what happened in 84 in Manhattan with like that. And it is kind of weird that podcasts wouldn't know about it since he has a podcast and he's about all but that stuff. But then Phoebe was like, well, it happened 20 years before we were born. But then um, they meet up with, uh, they try and open the trap with Paul Rudd. And well, they, they do open the well, trap. They try and open it, have some issues. They do open it. Shit. Craziness ensues. And then... Um, yeah and then like later yeah. on when they're in the car the uh ecto one with um trevor phoebe's brother um he's driving podcast and phoebe are in the back yeah they're chasing down muncher which is a new ghost because he munches on steel he eats metal yeah and i like how they just like named him that like there's like slimer muncher. but i guess we're also not seeing like there are like interactions that we're not seeing and i think maybe there was more interaction between phoebe and egon and that would be how she knew how to use it like yeah but like podcast is like you know flipping on like the the remote control for the trap and he knows how to use everything yeah and like when he did fumble a little bit when she said switch me on when they were using the proton pack for the first time and he was trying to look for the where the switch is yeah but like i guess like power switches and steering an rc car like that that would be common sense but um and i guess it's more like they're younger kids so like kids kind of take more to technology even though this is like high tech stuff like you know it's way past like your cell phone well high tech ish because it was like super duper high tech in the 80s but now i mean i think even now because even she was like how did you build such a small you know thing and he's like mm -hmm. shows like shines a light on all of his like degrees and stuff and like i'm smart you know but um trevor had heard about the manhattan stuff i forget what he called it but he was like oh yeah i know about that so like maybe just her generation hadn't been clued in but he's like three or four years older than her he's so uh, three because he's 15 oh and she's 12 12, yeah so he's three years older than her so maybe like 
she would have heard about it or podcast would have heard about it if he like dug a little bit more. Yeah, like, but he knew about a whole bunch of other stuff. Like he knew about the fucking um the Aztec fucking death whistle. He's like, Oh, there's an Aztec death whistle and then he blew it. Like he yeah. knew about that. Yeah. So like I think it that's one thing and them knowing how to use stuff. But again that could be explained away I, I think that that was just in like I bet if like you get the DVD or whatever Blu-ray it'll oh, be like an, be a, a deleted scene like he goes more. But into that's just small gripes. But other than that, I thought it was great. It was a good movie. It's a good passing the torch, good send off for Harold Ramis. Um, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't a for what it's worth. It was just a I enjoyed it across the board. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the mid credit and you kind of because the first time I saw it, I was perplexed because they're doing like who was in it special appearances by it, and they say Sigourney Weaver, but mm-hmm. up until that point you hadn't seen her, and you're like, yeah. where the fuck was she at? And then they cut right after that because they probably thought like as soon as we put her name there, people are gonna be like, what the fuck? And then we're gonna show them what the fuck because right after her name gets there. It cuts to a scene I was with her. thinking that maybe there was a scene, like, when they were showing, like, the clips in yeah. 84 from the movie. I was like, well, maybe she was in one of them, and I just didn't say her. But it cuts to a mid credit scene of her and Bill Murray, and it's kind of like the scene in the beginning of the original, where he's got the two students there, and he's shocking them, trying to do the ESP. Shocking the boy. Yeah, trying to see if they can see what's on the cards, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Sigourney Weaver is controlling the shock box, and Bill Murray's hooked up to it, and... She's asking him, you know, to guess the cards, and he's getting them all, but, like, he said, she's like, I can't believe you shocked your students with this. He's like, well, I only really shocked the guys. And she shocked him So she that. shocks him, but he's getting all the cards, and she's like, how are you doing this? He's like, oh, because when you love someone, and, and you're give, you're feeding me the vibes and the energy, and she's like, did you mark these cards? And he, and he admits that he marked them. So she, she shocks, shocks him, him again, again. <laughs> and she's like, this thing works very well, and she's just, like, shocking him. <laughs> And then there's that, and then the credits roll, and then at the very end, which still, and again, in this day and age, if you've gone to see a movie in the past fucking 15 years, you know to stay to the fucking end, to just see if there's just anything else there. Mm -hmm. But people get up and fucking leave, and I don't understand it. And some people got up and left after the first mid credit scene. They didn't stay all the way to the very end. And there was even a review that I had uh, listened to recently where they didn't even... They're doing a review. Like, their job is to do... The, like, this is what they do. Like, their YouTube channel did a review. And they didn't even know there was a very end credit scene. They just go, oh, there's a mid credit scene. So it's like, you're not even doing your job properly. You're going to review this. You didn't stay to the end. Like, stay. you stay until the lights come up. Mm-hmm. Until the screen just turns off and the lights come up and then you leave. Um, but there's an end credit scene where you see footage from the original that you don't see in the movie. And I didn't even know existed. But it was obviously filmed back then where Janine is giving Egon uh, a coin from the World's Fair as like a good luck token. And she thought he was pretty. And he's like, well, you might not want to give it to me because I don't know if we're going to be coming back from this. And she's like, well, just keep it anyway. I've got another one. And I kind of feel that she's the mother of the daughter. I feel. Because they don't talk about who her mother is. Like who Egon had a child with. Yeah, but she meets her in the house. doesn't mean she didn't reveal, hey, like maybe she doesn't know... She knew her mom. It was her mom. She said her dad walked away. Do they ever say who the baby is? uh, Who Sigourney Weaver's baby daddy is? Uh, 
Um, no, they don't. Because I had a theory about that. There was just that. some guy that she was with. I don't think they ever saw said who. Okay, so... But in, no, because in this one, I don't think... Listen, I don't listen think part my... two exists in this world because they don't ever talk about... Like, Rick Moranis wasn't in this because he stopped doing movies and stuff. They don't talk about Lewis. They don't... His character... I think they're just going from the original to this. Like, they don't well, reference anything that happened. But listen to me. So, I had a theory, at least with part two, that from this one, it says that the gatekeeper and the keymaster have to unite. And um, Trevor and Phoebe are like, what does that mean? Because they're explaining it to Lucky. And podcast is like, we're thinking third base, at least. And then... Paul Rudd's character and the mom are like they allude to that they had sex um before they turned into dogs is how they worded it. Well you knew that's Yes. You know, now my thing is when Rick Moranis's character and Sigourney Weaver's character were dogs and they like you, they shoot back to them laying on the table and then getting up, I want to say that they had sex and that's how she got pregnant. But wouldn't you think she'd tell him? Because she had a baby, and she said, oh, the father. And Lewis watches the baby with well, Janine in the second one. Yeah, so maybe... But he doesn't say, well, this is my son. Yeah, but, like, it makes sense timeline-wise. I mean, it could, but I don't know. But, like, I think they're just totally disregarding part mm -hmm. two in this one. Whatever. Um, That's just my theory on it. But, um... You see in the end credits, you see that part with, and then you it flashes to now where Janine's holding the the coin and she's in uh, Winston's office because he's you know a big financial guy now. He's got lots of money. He built this corporation. He's got like very financially. He found that steady paycheck he was looking for. Yeah, he's made himself into a very financially stable man. Like he he pays the rent for Ray's occult bookshop. Apparently, but that's the thing too that this is like another one of those like it it's not accurate things. Ray said to that the old firehouse house got became a, a Starbucks, Starbucks because a tribe somebody an actor bought up all of Tribeca, and yeah. it's now a Starbucks. Yes, that doesn't match up because. In this end sequence, you see uh, e um, Ernie Hudson, you see Winston talking to Janine about it, and then you see him bringing Ecto-1 into a firehouse that looks like the old firehouse. And you could think for a moment, oh, that's just some other old firehouse that he found, and he's going to try to redo whatever. But then you see the containment unit. And, and it's the red light is blinking. Yeah, they're alluding that something's going to happen. And then it ends. <laughs> so it has to be the same firehouse. So I don't know why Ray would have said that it's now a Starbucks. Because maybe mean, that's what he thought. I don't know. Well, he still, he still got... What? Let me see your phone real quick. I want to use a flashlight. We're in the middle of something I right know. now. I know. Just give me the goddamn phone. Is this phone. what you need to be doing right yes. now? Yes. I can still be talking and doing this. I just need to look at something. Thank you. Keep looking. Keep no, talking. I can't because now this is distracting me. Yeah, there's something in my speaker. Well, fantastic. All right. So, um, I don't know. That part kind of got me, but it definitely alluded that there's going to be another one, which is exciting because... Well, you know there's going to be another one because they passed the torch movie. to the younger crew. And I'm 
excited to see where it goes because it does have the connection to the original it had the passing of the torch it had this movie in the middle so i'm excited to see it progress from now on and um but yeah i don't understand because ray's occult books is still it's in new york so he would know if it actually became a starbucks or not like why yeah. would he just say that like he would have to have known Mm -hmm. um so i don't know maybe there might be a reason why he said that i don't know why because again the firehouse still has to be there because it's there when winston in the end credit scene comes in because it has a containment unit it wouldn't just be some other random firehouse with a containment unit um so yeah the other thing that i thought was weird is because in the original one when they're talking about revelations which is kind of a, plays a heavy part in this one Ray says it's, in the original, I believe he said it was like Revelation 7 something. But in this they say it's like 612. And they do the, you know, moon turns red, seas boil, sky falls, you know, all that stuff. Well, maybe they got the wrong revelation in the first one. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They, sh they should know which, what they said. I mean, they should do some research or just known. I don't know. But all in all, it was a great movie, I think. I really enjoyed it. Which is a different opinion than he gave Thursday night. Thursday well, night. Well, I said I liked it, fence. and then I didn't like it because of the, for the reasons that I said. I didn't understand why how they all knew how to do all their technology stuff all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, without anybody teaching them. But I think Egon taught her, and then she taught podcast. Um. So yeah, other than that, like that was my my big thing, and I didn't know how I felt on Thursday. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what, I really do like it. Um, there's no reason for me not to like it. There's a lot of reasons for me to like it. And then that's why I was like, hey, we should go take Killian to see it. Because I wanted to see it again. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, he can go see it too. Not um, that he really, he didn't have any interest in seeing it. But he was happy to see it. Hmm. Like he wasn't like, hey, I want to go see that. But wow, this episode's really long. Yeah, it is really long. This is like the longest episode we've done in a while. Yeah. Um... So, I know we said we weren't going to talk about anything, but just real quick, I do think that um, probably next week we're going to put out an ep an extra episode. Ooh. Um, news to me. We're going to do our... Uh, since we did 31 movies of Halloween, we're going to do 25 movies of Christmas. You know what? Let's just not even put a number on it. We'll just do what we want to do. All right. Well, that... No, we have to do a number. We have no, to. There is no number. It's just don't go fucking crazy, but just all the stuff that you like or would like to watch if you have the time. Because sometimes we don't fit everything in, but don't mm. limit it to a number. And then there's going to be a lot of Hallmark movies on there all because right. I love no, Hallmark. We're well, not talking about any Hallmark movies. They're all the fucking same. You just yeah, list one are. of them and that'll suffice because they all, <laughs> it's all the same. Uh, there are a couple standouts for me, but um, yeah, so that will be an extra episode this week. Maybe. Hint, hint. We're going to record it after this one. Oh, are we? Yeah. I didn't have time to make a list. We're going to do that while we're at the laundromat. Oh. All right. <laughs> Plans. Mm. All right. Okay. So, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. And um, thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. So, here's our spiel. Get with us on social media. Go find us on Facebook and Instagram at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. We post lots of pictures about what we talk about in our episodes. Facebook has a bit more pictures than Instagram. 
So follow us on both. And we also have a side business, Ugly Mugs Inc., where we hand paint uh, glassware, and it's usually horror and pop culture themed. So we have hand painted glassware and woodcraft, some jewelry boxes. We also have handmade hair bows. We have stickers. We have magnets. We have other things. So you can go to there too on Instagram and Facebook. It's Ugly Mugs Inc. And at any of those places, whether it be Ugly Mugs or Pumpkin and Peach Podcast, there's link trees. So if you just click in the bios, it'll have a link tree that'll take you to any of these places. If you start out at one, you can get to the other. And then you can also get to our anchor page, our podcast page, to listen to these episodes. And it'll give you an opportunity to get to any um, platform that you may want to listen on. Because we're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Anchor Podcasts, we're on Stitcher. We're on the other ones that I always forget. Pocket Cast, Overcast, something public. If if it's a podcasting service, we're on it. We're on most of the major ones. So it'll take you there. So check us out. uh, Get with us on any of the social media. Contact us. Send us messages. um, If you want to... If you'd like to send us an email, pumpkinandpeachadventures at gmail.com. If you want to collaborate with us, if you want to sponsor us, if you want us to try a cider or a beer that your company makes or something and review it on the podcast, um, food, snacks, if you're in our area local to us, we are in New Jersey. Um, if you want us to come to your establishment and try something, whether it be a cider or a beer or food, and then we'll talk about it you know, on our podcast, hit us up on any of those social media accounts or the email. And write us reviews any places that you can. Because it really helps us out a lot. It helps us grow our social media presence. It helps us get better. It helps us uh, grow as a podcast and as a presence. So that we can... And we just like seeing it. We like seeing people enjoy what we're doing. And we like having followers and and, and giving you good content as much as we can. And the, the more we know that you listen, the more good content we can bring you. Yep. Yep. All right. That's about it. End spiel.